So you take him out and get him ready for the next start will be an absolutely vital start for the Yanks. So Garrett Cole leaves and gets booed. Gee, he's been carrying this team all year. What's wrong with these people? So two outs, no one off. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. We'll get back to all the NFL, including a Monday night football game tonight in Green Bay between the Lions and the Packers. And uh, we'll, we'll dive into every angle from that prop shopping later on the show. But, man, we had to play that. We got to check in on the MLB Awards. Two weeks left in the season. That Wait, was what was Boys- Susan Waldman talking about? So she was mad at the crowd. That was WFAN yesterday. Yankees yeah. and Cleveland yesterday. Garrett Cole gets rocked, and that changes the market for Cy Young considerably onto Joe O's 100-1 to Robbie mm-hmm. Ray ticket. But Susan Waldman's all upset that Yankees fans are booing Cole off the mound. Here's what I say. They probably have Garrett Cole tickets, and they realize what you realized yesterday. They just flushed them away. Forget the Yankees making the playoffs. Garrett right. Cole winning the Cy Young. That's what matters here. I was getting tweets. I'm like, Wait, what are you talking about? I wasn't even paying attention because we're locked in on NFL all day on a right. Sunday. I didn't even realize that Cole gave up seven runs on ten hits to the Tribe. I was celebrating. So without a Robbie Ray, uh, it wasn't Robbie Ray doing anything. It was just going against Garrett Cole because he was so bad. He's booed at home. That that might stick in some voters' minds. Well, you have the sticky stuff thing, that press conference, booed off the mound. Joe, I don't mm-hmm. want to jinx, it, jinx this on you, but you're going to win. Get, Robbie Ray, if he if he finishes strong, now he's got to, his part of this is too. He's got to finish strong. If Robbie Ray pitches like he has, I'm going to ask tonight, him crazy tonight, tonight. If he pitches well down the stretch, yes. I mean he's minus 280 on Fanduel right now. This isn't like Ooh. they're even minus 280. Garrett Cole's plus 230. Robbie Ray is on track to win the Cy Young. You got it. Slow down. Don't be doing that. Don't be doing that. I feel great about it, though. I feel terrific. I'm okay. Without knowing the number, knowing that it was a coin flip, it was like minus 110 on both sides going into that start. If I told you, okay, this is the numbers. This is what Cole's going to do. He's going to have his issues against the Indians. Would you think before Robbie Ray pitched again that Robbie Ray would be minus 280? I thought that no. was pretty extreme. Yeah, it was a big switch. And now, look, if Robbie, if Robbie Ray struggles tonight, this could go back to even or close to even again. I mean, so like tonight is a big part of all this with Ray. But yeah, I think it was a, a big shift. So we have the AL Cy Young, which right now looks like Robbie Ray is, is a significant favorite. And I think this show is going to hit too. Because right around the end of July, wow. early August, I put in Bryce Harper 30 to 1. I think that was when Tatis was still hurt. Acuna got hurt. And I was like, well, Bryce is hot. Someone's got to win this thing. And I put it in. Bryce has remained absolutely on fire. And I think it's two things. Bryce Harper's been great since the All-Star break. I mean, amazing. Some of the best stretch of his career. But Tatis hasn't. And the Padres don't win games anymore. And all you see with now, the, the latest highlight with Tatis is him and Machado. I mean, Machado looked like he was going to knock him out in the dugout on Saturday. Not a good look for the Padres. They can't win any games. Yeah. Joe, I think Harper's the MVP of the NL. And I, I think it doesn't matter if either make the playoffs. Because right now... You probably say the odds say neither will make the playoffs. The Phillies have a, a pulse in the NL East, two out um, with, you know, whatever's to play, two weeks to go, and they go to Atlanta next week. I know the Padres aren't making the playoffs. Joe, if the Padres and Phillies miss both miss the playoffs, Harper the MVP? That's the way I read it right now. Yeah, yeah. nobody's stolen it. Nobody's yeah. uh, jumped up and taken it. Muncie has fallen off. 
Uh, Soto, not quite there, not doing enough. Turner, not there. He's fallen off a little bit recently. Uh, Freddie Freeman, I never thought there was a chance that he was going to go back-to-back, even though the numbers at one point were 10-1. to He was in the top three. I thought that was an overreaction. It was insane to me. Like To go back-to-back NL MVP, your numbers have to be some all-time stuff. So I agree with you, Tarper. I don't know why, but if that's the case, I'll be happy for you, obviously. But I never wanted Tatis to win it. Like I just didn't think even with the time missed, and I understand the home runs are sexy and everybody goes wild about it, but with what happened to that team, and I get it, they'll both be sitting at home in October anyways, I just never felt that Tatis uh, deserved it. That he did, he wasn't that, that great. And you got to be there for your team. That's a big deal when you're missing weeks at a time. Yeah, you do. And and I, I look, I've, I've been with you that the last six weeks he hasn't done much. Like, he came back, hit some home runs. He doesn't play great defense. I mean, he's just been a very spotty kind of player. I think Harper has been better and, and deserves the NL MVP. All right, just quickly here. Uh, Fletcher has it, fallen off, man. Oh, your hits leader. A few weeks ago, he was leading. He's in 10th right. now. Really? 10? Vla- Vlad won't stop. Vlad has well, 178. I'm glad you brought it up. Can we talk about the AL MVP? Because if there's one thing that bothers me, and I'm going to go back to Greg Amsinger here on MLB Network. <laughs> if there's one thing that bothers me, it's when we decide on these year-long awards halfway through. It doesn't work like that. And I am of the belief the end of the season matters more for this stuff because this is where the season changes. Like you call it a leverage moment. You call it the biggest games, whatever, whatever term you want to use. Clutch. Like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is the best player the best offensive player, the, the the engine that makes a team that has been incredible in September, they're going to make the playoffs, I believe, go. And he's close to a triple crown. And we just decided two months ago, Shohei Itani is the MVP because he was the story of the first half. The baseball season isn't just one half. It's two halves. Joe, I have no problem right now if the voters give the award to Guerrero Jr. I understand we saw something historic. And like Shohei Itani's year will always be remembered as historic, whether or not he has a trophy or not next to on his mantle with the MVP. But Carrera Jr. keeps going, and Otani, I mean, offensively, he's fallen off. I mean, he really, he's, he has not had close to the second half he had in the first half. I I like the idea that if Carrera closes this, he wins MVP. The odds right now, Vlad Jr. Uh, is at plus 750, Otani plus 3,500. Perfect example of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Here's John Heyman on Saturday night. I, I saw this. I'm like, come on. Stop this. All right. He tweets out three of the four biggest awards look like practically dead heats at the moment. NL MVP, Tatis and Harper. AL Cy Young, Ray and Cole. NL Cy Young, Scherzer and Burns. I have no issues with any of that. Sure. Then he, but he closes the tweet with, while the AL MVP has been decided, in my opinion. Incorrect. Why? Yeah. Because they decided... When they got together at the All-Star break, that it was over. I'm ser- Seriously, they decided know, it was I, over months ago. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It's, uh, it's insane. They're not paying attention to what Vlad Jr. is doing, which is silly to me. Silly. And, the, they, and these you know, we laugh. We, like you said, we laughed about what Amsinger was saying on MLB Network. He, he wasn't alone. They all agreed that it was over. And I don't know if they've stopped paying attention or what it is. Over the last you know four weeks, Shohei Otani is slashing 184, 326, 342 for a 668 OPS. Exactly. That guy's not the MVP. They like, don't care. Not- and they don't care. 
and he's not playing meaningful games. Like, I know, sometimes we go too far with that. Like, and I'll, I'll say this. If one guy's having a great year, the other guy's having a great year, they're both not in a pennant race. Then give it to the guy who just has the better all-around year. But one guy is. Like, the tie, should, if it's a tie, it should go to the guy that's, I don't know, going to the playoffs with his team. And let me say this, because you're making me laugh with this me- this secret meeting. Now, I'm picturing, I'm picturing all these <laughs> baseball guys at, like, like, a Freemasons meeting underground with torches. And they just, like, and decide, it, yeah. it's over. It's over. Otani's the MVP. <laughs> Like what do you have? What room. are you voting for? Yeah. It's it's so silly to me with everything that Vlad is accomplishing too. And he is a superstar. Yeah. It's not it's not only like we can have that angle where, oh, well, there's just a couple of underlying metrics that that you know that says he's a great player. Jake, uh, you bet on Vlad the other day, right? I did. What'd you get him at? Eight to one. That's still I, I mean, it was, I had to take that because I figured it was only going down. And after I looked at the Otani numbers, Otani's hit one home run in the last two weeks. But we're not talking about it. Yeah, we only talk about him when it's, you know, when he's shocking the world. Right. But that's the thing. He hasn't. Right. He, he hasn't shocked right. anybody in the last couple of weeks. It's been some time. Yeah, he hasn't um, even been a story in the second half of the season. I mean, he, he just ha- he hasn't. Like, there's no there's no highlights. There's no home runs. His pitching has been – he had to miss some time, then he came back and pitched the other day. It's like he hasn't existed in the second half of the season. I mean, that's – if you're going to be the MVP on a losing team, you better be great the whole year, right? You you better put up historic numbers. Right. It's Trust just, it's stuff. Just, yeah, it's just kind of gone – it's sort of flatlined a little bit. Meanwhile, Vlad, like Jake mentioned – I want to see it slip away. Because one, I had like the worst take of all time in the offseason when I was saying, eh, I understand the hype around Otani, but I'm not going to jump in with everybody and bet him when the numbers were going down like 30 to 1, then 20 to 1, when he was 40 to 1. Plus, I'm like, he's Mike Trout's teammate. How is he going to be the MVP? I think Corby has a ticket at 18 to 1, right? Well, that's the other part of it, Jake. If this were to slip away from Horvat, that would be awesome because he has been counting on this. For months and months, he's he was doing his victory lap, saying that that he won the MVP. It's over. All right, let's see. We'll see. Okay, here's what I need. I need Otani not to win the MVP. I need the Packers to lose tonight. Well, that would mess with my survivor, but it would be entertaining, wouldn't it? The meltdown. Yeah, about, J- Joe can't just sweat. succeed. He needs to see others <laughs> fail as well. Yes. Yeah. Is it others you, or just you would not be entertained, Jake. You would not be entertained oh, by this. Oh, the Twitter rampage that Horvy would go on would be un unreal. Nothing we would it'd be like nothing we've ever seen before. Well, and, we've already and, seen it. We've already seen a Horvat switch from. I mean, in the summer, he was talking about the Packers going seventeen and zero, and then now that, that's calmed down a little bit here after Week One getting. And he would blame everybody pick. but Rodgers if they lose the Lions tonight. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's never yeah. on Rodgers' fault. Quickly here, we met, you mentioned something you missed. We missed it as a show, and it's going to end up as a big miss. We didn't even mention five weeks ago Scherzer in the NL Cy Young picture. Mm-mm. He's not just going to win it. He's going to run away. He's minus 210 now. Closest guy is Burns at plus 200. I mean, we, we were talking up Wheeler. He's plus 3,000 right now. I mean, we've seen Scherzer just run away with this thing. Well, John Heyman says Saturday night. No, that's up for grabs. So we're we've established that John is wrong on everything. <laughs> John, come on the show again. We want to talk. <laughs> we want to talk about how terrible your takes are with the with the season awards, even though you're a voter and we aren't. <laughs> well, I think John's just trying to calm things down because didn't he say the award was over and he had the vote or something with Tatis? Yeah, you, they, to... Major League Baseball yeah. probably emailed him or something. Yeah. Like, hey, well, ho- hopefully they talked to Amsinger because that take was ridiculous <laughs> at the All Star break. <laughs> 
I mean, it was. Let's play the second half of the season. It was. We can all be Horvats and say this thing is over. All right, listen. I, I know. We, unbelievable. Joe's going to win 100 to 1. I think I've got a 30 to 1. On the other side, let's jump back to football here. Monday night football. We will look at the game. The Lions at the Packers. Can the fighting Dan Campbells cover a big number in Lambeau Field? Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is BeckQL Daily. As always, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.